In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Ole and Lena Olson were members of the Lutheran Church up there at St. Cloud, Minnesota. And they had a young son by the name of Knut. And Pastor Inkvist saw Knut coming out of Sunday school. He says, hey, Knut, guess what? I'm coming over to your house for Sunday dinner. Yeah. He says, what do you think your mom's going to cook? And Knut says, goat. Pastor Inkvist said, goat? Thinking maybe roast beef or fried chicken would be more likely. Yeah, goat, Knut said. I know because I heard Papa tell Mama, well, I guess this Sunday is as good as any to have the old goat. I, I hope I'm not the old goat. Well, unless, unless G-O-A-T is an acronym for greatest of all time. I'd be okay with that. The old goat. And you know, goats don't get very good treatment in today's gospel lesson. At the time of Jesus, goats were worth less than sheep. And Jesus uses that analogy to talk about the kingdom of God and about judgment day. He said that when the Lord comes, when he comes back, he will, the sh he will be like a shepherd separating the sheep from the goats. And the sheep he will put at his right hand and the goats at his left. And he will say to the sheep, Come, inherit the kingdom that has been prepared for you. Because I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. And then he will say to the goats, Depart from me, you accursed. For I was hungry, and you did not feed me. I was thirsty, you did not give me drink. I was naked, you did not clothe me. I was sick, and you did not care for me. I was in prison, and you did not visit me. Well, these judgment parts are, make us a little bit uncomfortable. Now, we do have kind of a, a morbid fascination with courtroom drama. I mean, there's, you can look on television, there's divorce court, and Judge Judy, and Judge Alex, and Judge Christine, and judge whoever else and I'll have to confess I even watch old episodes of Perry Mason and Matlock once in a while but 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 it's uncomfortable to think about standing in front of court especially God's court and having him trot out everything you've done I've been to court before as a witness like in addiction child abuse cases I didn't like it even as a witness and I can't imagine what it would be like to actually be the accused so it is uncomfortable. And in the early church, there was uh, a fellow by the name of Marcion, an early church heretic, who decided that he didn't like all the judgmental parts uh, of Scripture about God judging people in righteousness. And so he took a scissors and literally cut them out. It made for a much thinner Bible, I can tell you. So we're not all that comfortable with that. And yet there it is. And then just when we start feeling uncomfortable, then we remember, oh, we're Lutherans, thank goodness. We, we don't do works righteousness. Uh, we believe in justification by grace through faith. So, so our theology is good and our doctrine is all right and, and, and we're okay. Yeah. But then the judge doesn't ask the right questions. He doesn't ask what our theology is or what our doctrine is or what we think or what we believe. He just talks about what did you do? I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink, and so forth. Well, see, we're back to that again. Well, what is this, a works righteousness sort of thing? Well, no, because remember that 
the sheep then say, they're surprised. They're surprised. They say, well, when did, we, when did we see you hungry and feed you? And when did we see you thirsty and gave you drink and so on? When did we do that? And the shepherd says, inasmuch as you did it for the least of one of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. You see, the sheep weren't keeping score. They were just responding in gratitude for the relationship that they already had. They weren't keeping score saying, well, I did this and I did this and that. Should be good to go. No, they were just responding because the Lord loved them first and they loved the Lord and their cup was full and it was spilling out onto other people around them. But the goats were keeping score. They knew every darn thing they had done. Oh yeah, I did this and this and this, so I must be good. They had no relationship with the Lord and it wasn't out of that love that the love was spilling out to others. They were just counting some good things that they did. They lacked relationship. The other thing that we have to be aware of is that the shepherd says to the sheep, before anything is trotted out about good stuff, before that he says, come inherit the kingdom that has been prepared for you. What do you have to do to inherit something? Well, you don't have to do anything. You don't, you don't do to inherit. You have to be. You have to be a son or a daughter or a brother or a sister or a good friend. You just have to be to inherit. And so that comes before any, any of the stuff that's trotted out about feeding and drinking and visiting and all that. They inherit because they are sons and daughters of God. And they inherit the kingdom and then they respond in kind. So, the world is really God's cosmic costume party. That God is in disguise in the world, in, in the person of different people. I was, I was reading a thing a while ago about uh, disguises. Nikita Khrushchev, the former premier of Soviet Russia, used to dress up in a disguise and go out and ask people on the street, what do you think of Comrade Khrushchev? And one guy looks both ways and he says, don't tell anybody, but I like him. <laughs> so he found out something in his disguise. But for us, God is walking around in disguise in the, pers- in the face of all kinds of different people. He is there in the struggling single mom. He is there in the street person. He's there in the parolee. He's there in the, the drug-addicted uh, person that we have in our family he's there in the uh the the gal who checks us out at the grocery store he's there in the the guy who runs the machine next to us it is god in disguise in all of those faces and what we discover is that we recognize god when we remember how the lord god found us dead in trespasses and sin and how he came to scoop us up out of that And then we start to see God everywhere in the faces of other people. So Judgment Day may not be coming for a while. The last lessons we've had for the last three weeks is, you know, the Lord's coming is delayed. He's going on a long journey. He didn't come back as soon as we thought. Okay, it may be a while and it may be delayed, but the Lord is coming back. And He is coming back to judge the world in righteousness. And it's always a good idea to have an in with the judge. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.